This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. All right, the FBI and the White House sharply criticizing a move by Senator Chuck Grassley. The Iowa Republican releasing an internal FBI document with unverified claims from 2016 that President Biden and his son Hunter reportedly received bribes from the CEO of the Ukrainian energy company Burisma. Now, Grassley says he is able to release that document. It's called a Form 1023 because of, quote, legally protected disclosure by Justice Department whistleblowers. But the FBI says Grassley's release of this information, unverified information, at a minimum, risks the safety of confidential sources. And the White House sharply criticized Republicans for pushing long debunked claims. Uh, Christine Romans at CNN today. That was the entirety of their coverage on the the FBI document, now seven years old. I uh, wonder if they've had time to verify the claims made by their highly credible confidential source, to whom they have provided hundreds of thousands of our taxpayer dollars. I think you use confidential sources so you can get information that might lead to prosecutions. Or in this case, not the FBI, oh, we've got to protect our sources at the expense of prosecuting crimes. That makes no sense, you dimwits. Give me a call. I'll explain. Amazing stuff. And the White House tells CNN, oh, that's long debunked information. And CNN says, well, we don't know. We don't follow the news, which is a fact. A little Led Zeppelin for you while we're uh, rolling back in. That's, uh, that's uh, stuff. I got your... Uh, Got your stuff for you. Pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Pretty, uh, pretty pulling stuff. Um, Joe Biden lied in uh, 2020, the year 2020. He was on MSDNC, soundbite number eight. He was on MSDNC, as you might expect, where he was being fluffed. He was being fluffed by the fluffers at uh, MSDNC, acting as Democrat Party apparatchiks, as so many of them actually are. You know, they gave a show to Jen Psaki. Uh, she's, you know, needs a lot of money to uh, keep uh, gasoline in her hair the way she does. And uh, Joe Biden in 2020, they asked one fleeting passing question about Burisma uh, and um, and he deflected. Oh, no, 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 nothing. None of that is true. There was no investigation going on in Burisma. And that prosecutor we fired yes, should was. have been fired, period. That prosecutor we fired? I'm sorry, you're the vice president of the United States. We? We? So you're really in business with and in bed with Ukrainians who fired the prosecutor that was investigating Burisma, and, and everybody knows it, and, the, and it's in the FBI document that came out yesterday proving another Joe Biden lie. Of course, Burisma was under investigation. Why else would the prosecutor need to be fired after taking millions of dollars from the CEO at Burisma? Quid pro quo, pay to play. Just amazing stuff. And the FBI? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh, man. You remember Hunter Biden did an interview with Good Morning America, you may or may not remember, with Good Morning America. And uh, the reporter asked 
Well, what qualified you to have this job on the board of directors of Burisma, where they paid you about a million dollars a year, just shy of one million dollars a year? And his friend Devin Archer also took the no-show job with Burisma, making just under a million dollars a year also. They also offered the same deal to the stepson of John Kerry, the son of Teresa Hines, and the son of late Senator uh, John Hines. And uh, and he said, uh, I don't think that sounds very kosher. I'm not going to take that million-dollar-a-year no-show job because it smells bad. But uh, the this uh, reporter at, at ABC News uh, asked Hunter Biden once, very gently, remember when he said, ask nicer. And that what he said? Ask nicer. And uh, asked, well, what qualified you to be on the board of directors of a gas company in Ukraine? Nobody buys this idea that I was unqualified to be on the board. What were your qualifications to Nobody? be on the board of Burisma? Well, I was vice chairman of the board of Amtrak for five years. Why were you vice chairman of the board of Amtrak for five years? Well, my dad used to take the train back to Delaware for weekends. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! And he had a choo-choo uh, Charlie uh, hat and... Uh, a smock when he was a kid, and he'd run up and down the, the aisle of the Amtrak train when his dad was going back to Delaware from Washington. Well, I was on the board of vice chairman of the board of Amtrak for five years. The natural question there is what qualified you to be on the board of Amtrak, the vice chairman of the board of Amtrak? Well, my father was a powerful senator who was interested in funding for Amtrak, and so naturally they gave me the job as vice chairman of the board, and they paid me a lot of money. Uh, for doing nothing. Isn't it great? Uh, it continued. I was the chairman of the board of the UN World Food Program. I was a lawyer. Uh, you were chairman of the board of the UN World Food Program? What do you know about world food? Uh, well, my father was a senator, and, you know, I ain't no senator's son. Well, he could never sing that song, you know. There might be a video of him driving along in a car, smoking crack, singing... Uh, uh, but, uh, but I don't... And, and uh, so, well, I would, that's what qualified him to be on the board of directors of Burisma. What, what does that have to do with oil and gas? What does that have to do with Ukraine? Uh, what does that have to do with energy? And talk about nepotism. Got these nep jobs up the yin-yang that he's had all his life, and he thinks it's perfectly normal. Well, of course, everybody gets a job as vice chairman of the board of Amtrak for nothing. And, and then the United Nations. Well, what kind of involvement did you have in world food relief efforts before you got that job. You weren't qualified for any of these jobs. And yet, aren't you aware of that? Is that is that why you've got imposter syndrome and that's why you smoke crack? Is that is that what's going on here? It, uh, it, it progressed. I was a lawyer for Boy Schiller Flexner, one of the most prestigious law firms in the world. Sure, because he went to law school at Yale. And uh, you remember he bragged about uh, being in college at Georgetown University. Uh, his father was a senator, Georgetown University, and he bragged about a smoking crack with Marion Barry, who was then the mayor of Washington, D.C. I uh, met Marion Barry several times. Big fan of Marion Barry. Voted for Marion Barry repeatedly. He set back statehood for D.C. by decades. It was a wonderful thing, and he was funny. But uh, And I saw somebody just a couple of days ago, I think it was on CNN, saying, well, or maybe it was ABC, saying, well, Hunter Biden, had, was having a very, why did he become a crackhead and a drug addict? He was having a very difficult time after his brother Bo died, after his brother Bo died, which was a whole lot of years after Hunter Biden graduated from college 
And he uh, talks about smoking crack with Marion Barry while he was in college at Georgetown University in the 1990s. Marion Barry, he, I, you know what? I, I actually smoked crack with Marion Barry. I swear to f- God. Jesus. I was in Georgetown. Jeez. And we used to go to a place right next to the guards. <clears throat> and I was a sophomore, I guess. There was a um, junior when that happened, but he used to come there and drink like late, late. Well, that's true. He did He did do that. Everybody knew that. That's why they called him Night Train Barry. Remember, he... Uh, his limo was hit by a train at about 3 o'clock in the morning. He was on his way home from the bars. And uh, so, wait, but wait a minute. Um, his brother, Bo Biden, uh, Bo Biden, tragically died in 2015. Uh, and Hunter Biden was in college at Georgetown University in the 1990s. And yet they're still saying on the news this week that he became addicted to drugs after his brother, Bo, died in 2015. Because everything is a lie. Everything is a lie. You didn't have any extensive knowledge about natural gas or Ukraine itself, though. Uh, no, but I think that I had as much knowledge as anybody else that was on the board, if not more. Really? Who else was on the board? <laughs> we should get a list of the other people. ABC uh, then got to work not looking into that because that's not the kind of stuff. they. I give them a little bit of credit for asking a question or two, but they just let them get on the record with a BS story and then... And then everything's fine, and they move on, right? Then they tell you that he became addicted to crack in 2016 when he bragged about it, uh, and uh, there are recordings of it. Um, Marion Barry, smoking crack with Marion Barry in a bar in Georgetown, next door to the Guards. I used to hang out at the Guards. It's not there anymore. Uh, but the Guards was a great bar. Next door, I don't know. That's where they were smoking crack. I didn't hang out there. That's, uh, you know. Been a lot of places, done a lot of things. Smoking crack with Mary and Barry, not one of them. Not one of them. All right, let's uh, let's grab a uh, a telephone call, Michael. Let's go talk to the nice people. Let's uh, let's talk to Danny calling from Alexandria, Virginia. Daniel, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, good morning, Chris. You hey, know, Danny. you just pointed out something that I just don't understand why the media will ask a question. Thank God they've got some courage, and then once they get a BS story, they just move on. But with this 1023 that's been on blast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, why is it that the Democrats in this country, including some of the rank and file, are like, well, wait a minute. Where is all this stuff coming from, and why do you still believe that Donald Trump had something to do with throwing this dirt on the Biden family to derail the 2020 campaign when this stuff has been around for seven years, and it's like, does the media honestly think that the, the, the constituency of this country is as dumb as they want to believe we are? They I do. Mean, how much more of this do they have to beat over the head for someone to say, I keep hearing it all the time. Oh, my God, it must be true. No, 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 no. It's just a bad dream. It'll all go away. I mean, this is getting ridiculous. Why doesn't somebody, a high-up Republican in Congress, say, look, enough of this is enough. We're, 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 we're going to jam this, and we're going to run with it and be done with it. Unverified source. You had seven years to verify. What were you doing? Right. Um, playing tiddlywinks. And how is it that President Obama has not been implicated in any of this? Because he was the one that did say, Never underestimate the power of Joe Biden to F things up. Yeah. 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 I never. Mean, is this guy running scared right now or what? 
I don't think anybody's you know, running scared. Obama. I don't think anybody's but running all this scared. happened while he was president. All this happened while he was president. Sure. Yeah. Well, it's good to be a Democrat. You know the old saying, it's good to be a Democrat. Because when these stories break, I mean, again, I, the Washington Post yesterday and today, no mention of the IRS whistleblowers. And today, no mention of the, uh, the FD 1023 form released by Grassley. No mention because it looks like a newspaper, but it's not because they're incredibly corrupt. And Senator Grassley is doing his part here, uh, honestly. Uh, Congressman Comer is doing his part. You know that they're doing their part because they're being attacked in the news media for doing what they can to reveal the truth. But they're revealing the wrong truth, you see. That's the, that's the problem because the Democrat Party is, it's like gangsterism. It's like racketeering, Danny. They've got their, their operatives, their apparatchiks everywhere in the news media. And again, you just look around. I like pointing it out because it's true. Yeah, Jake Tapper at CNN, who's a former Democrat Capitol Hill staffer, worked for the woman whose son married Chelsea Clinton. You go to Jim Shudo uh, next door, who was at ABC and then the Obama administration for eight years, and then anchorman at CNN. At uh, Chunk Todd, who was a Democrat Senate campaign staffer, his wife is a political operative for the Democrat Party in the Bernie Sanders campaign, taking in millions of dollars. The list goes on and on. George Stephanopoulos at ABC, of course, a um, a Clinton administration official. Then suddenly, boom, with no journalistic background, he's their $17 million a year anchor forever and ever. Uh, uh, Jen Psaki uh, gets done as White House spokesperson for Joe Biden and is immediately hired and given a one-hour show, national show at at MSDNC, where they pay her a million dollars. And, uh, you know, it's good to be a Democrat. And the best, I've been saying this for years, if you want to be a network news anchor, the best path, don't start out in local news in Arizona or something. Go get a job with a Democrat Party campaign and work your way to the national news media that way. It's a much more direct route to those anchor positions. Uh, that that and, the, and the, the news media is just littered with them. And then, again, the Washington Post today has not found it uh, necessary to report on the two whistleblowers from the IRS, Gary Shapley and Joseph Ziegler, from day before yesterday. They haven't mentioned them in the Washington Post. Maybe online there's something, but in the hard copy of the paper, and I doubt that, and then maybe they're attacking them online. But again, Alexander Vindman, giant hero to the Democrat Party, and they say, oh, this is unverified like the Steele dossier that you went with every hour of every day for three years? Is that the unverified standard that you use? Were it not for double standards, liberals would have no standards at all. Just uh, just extraordinary stuff. It's appalling. And, you know, listen, Danny, that's why I get out of bed in the morning to, to come in because I'm one of these crazy people that believes the truth should win the day every day. And, and that whatever it is, it's uh, very often ugly. And, it, and look, the Republican Party needs to have the truth told on them, too. And, uh, you know, this is how we, we hold people accountable. At least it's how we used to hold people accountable in the United States of America. The Fourth Estate, the geniuses, the framers of the Constitution, recognize the importance of the Fourth Estate. But, uh, you know, as long as they're in the tank for one political party, it, it's the auto-corrupt button on our entire system. Thank you, Danny. 
Patty, you have odors in your home, your office, you just can't get rid of? Well, now you can get rid of any stinky, smelly odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking, cigarette smoke, litter boxes, trash cans. Even if Michael Moore were to walk through your home, the thunderstorm would take care of it. The thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds. With a, It's going to clear a room of any odor. Plus, there are no expensive filters to buy again and again. you got to replace on a schedule. Who needs that stuff? You can hold one in your hand. They're only this big. And they've got more than 350,000 thunderstorms already sold. Thousands of five-star reviews on Al Gore's amazing internet. Check it out for yourself. Work like a champ. During this week, I've got a great deal for you. To get your own thunderstorms, right now, you can save $200 American on a three-pack of Eden Pure thunderstorms. For whole home protection, put one in your teenager's room. Bring one to the office. That's three units for under $200. All you have to do is go to EdenPureDeals.com. You enter the discount code CHRIS to save yourself hundreds of dollars. You can thank me later. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is CHRIS. Plus, you get free shipping. Come on. So we got that. A little uh, uh, piano and uh, maracas fly me to the moon. That's not the Tony Bennett version. I can tell. We're at 888-630-9625. And uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. being called all kinds of names by the Democrats. The usual names. That's coming up. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Uh, we still have Robert F. Kennedy coming up. He's a horrible racist anti-Semite. Of course he is. He's a Democrat. Uh, his own uh, Democrat savages going after him uh, yesterday. Uh, let's go to Congressman Jim Jordan yesterday. Uh, this this uh, Senator Grassley releasing the FBI form that the news media is again burying in the desert. Uh, Jim Jordan yesterday with a little compare and contrast. Remember in 2019, this is what they went after President Trump on. It was all about Burisma and the phone call in Ukraine, but they attacked President Trump on the very thing they were involved in. So typical of the Democrats, it seems to me. Honestly, um, were it not for double standards, they would have no standards at all. And the FBI has got a um, lot of questions to answer. I want to be the chairman of the committee and call him up there and put him under oath. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Now, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was on Capitol Hill yesterday, who is, as you might imagine, the son of Robert F. Kennedy, who was shot and killed by Sirhan Sirhan, Los Angeles, California, shot June 5th, 1968, died June 6th, 1968, at the Ambassador Hotel the night of the California primary. He was running for the presidency of the United States. The senator was, uh, and it was... Eh, less than five years after his brother, the president, John F. Kennedy, had been shot and killed by communists, Lee Harvey Oswald, or the CIA. You know, we haven't uh, quite... um, They should release those documents, don't you think? I think they should. But uh, Robert F. Kennedy is running for president now himself, and the Democrats in California just paroled Sirhan Sirhan. Now... Gavin Newsom hasn't signed the paper to let him walk out of jail yet, but the parole board has cleared the way for a Sirhan Sirhan to be to be released. Now, let me play a uh, soundbite of of uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. talking about his own party, the Democrat Party, and and I I said earlier that the because it's true that the Democrat Party today on the political spectrum is closer to Lee Harvey Oswald, communist. Fair play for Cuba, um, you know Mexico City, all that stuff. Uh, then they, then they are the Democrat Party to John F. Kennedy, and that I'm much closer to John F. Kennedy on the political spectrum. He lowered taxes, anti-communist, pro-U.S. military, World War II veteran, uh, and uh, you know cheated on his wife every chance he got. But I'm not closer to him on that score. And he, uh, 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 and 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 now the Democrat Party's gone completely crazy, and even RFK Jr recognizes this. I feel my party is departing, has departed from some of those core values. This is not a partisan issue. The First Amendment, it just seems crazy to me that anybody thinks that it's okay to censor. Now, um, it just, the First Amendment is not a partisan issue. He's wrong about that. The First Amendment is a partisan issue because the left does not support the First Amendment. They do not support your right to freely practice your religion. They do not support your right to carry your religious values and your children into the public schools where they are trying to convince your boys that they're girls and your girls that they're boys in the LGBTQ childhood education program. Have you noticed that they're hell-bent on this LGBTQQIA uh, education in schools for children, for children, which is, you know, where you find children in schools, but that they would never dare suggest that you sexualize children in schools in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, that you sexualize and, and orient children into heterosexuality, because that would be perverted. <laughs> that would be perverted. That would be, see, that can't be allowed. You would never allow... Um, you know, uh, sex courses. Hey, here we're going to introduce the kids to sex in kindergarten. Hey, look at this heterosexual sex all over the place. You know, ain't this great? No, 
they would never do that because that's verboten. You can't allow that. You don't sexualize children unless it's LGBTQIA and transgender because the T is the most important these days. And, and that's what the Democrat Party is pushing on the children in particular, targeting children through the schools and the teachers' unions. But they would never do that with heterosexuality because that would be utterly inappropriate, right? <laughs> why, why is that? Well, because they're Democrats. Isn't that amazing? See, and I, I just started talking about how the, the First Amendment is a partisan issue. And we had a, uh, we had a, a great man call in from uh, Ethiopia. Well, he called in from Maryland, but he's originally from Ethiopia. And we spoke to him yesterday, and he was on his way to a protest at the Montgomery County, Maryland School Board meeting where they are inflicting the LGBTQ uh, curriculum on the children and not allowing parents the, the opportunity to opt out of their indoctrination because they're fascists, basically. They don't believe in uh, your right to free speech. They, uh, they're fine with a free press as long as it works for them and serves their interests because they're fascists. Benito Mussolini described fascism as a merger of state and corporate power and which corporate powers are more important than the media controlling the message. Nobody, that's who. So Robert F. Kennedy yesterday, my party, the Democrat Party, departing from its core values, says the First Amendment is not a partisan issue. The First Amendment has been made into a partisan issue by the left in the United States of America, and the Democrat Party represents the left. They're not liberals. They're the left. Completely different. All right, now let's go to uh, soundbite number one. And uh, Robert F. Kennedy who uh, offered something of a soliloquy, and he was interrupted by the, the radical leftist, anti-American Stacey Plaskett, um, Democrat non-voting delegate and uh, from the American Virgin Islands. And uh, she just interrupted him. They're just such fascists. All right, let's go to what uh, RFK Jr. was uh, talking about yesterday on the Hill. And look, I, I don't uh, agree with a lot of what he says, and I think he's uh, maybe a little bit of a nut. Um, I was at uh, Newsmax uh, yesterday, and Robert F. Kennedy was uh, Jr. was coming in uh, to the station to be on uh, the Greta Van Susteren show yesterday there on Newsmax. And uh, I was uh, kind of busy with other stuff. I said, you, you want to meet Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? And I was like, uh, actually, I have other things to do. People were, uh, were interested in me. And I, I just had uh, met a lot of members of the Kennedy family over the years. And he's fine with me. He, he gets to say what he wants because this is the United States of America. And, I, and I'll protect and defend his right to free speech, his First Amendment rights, even if the Democratic Party doesn't because they don't. Because they don't support the Bill of Rights because they're not liberals, they're the left. How many times do I have to say it? So here's Robert F. Kennedy uh, Jr. yesterday testifying on Capitol Hill. This body ought to be concerning itself with the... Uh, with issues that impact directly the American people. The rising price of groceries, 76% over the past two years for basic foodstuff, uh, the war in Ukraine, the inflation issues, the border issues, many, many other issues that concern us all as a nation. We can't do that without the First Amendment, without debate. Uh, when I gave my speech, my announcement speech in Boston, two months ago, 
YouTube, I, I talked about all those issues. I focused on grocery. I focused on the fact that working class people can no longer afford to live in this country. That's uh, something that the Congress ought to be talking about. He says in the last two years, that's Joe Biden, the price of groceries, inflation on groceries, on groceries, and, and we've all seen it. 76%, he said, inflation on groceries. So just feeding yourself. You know, which the Democrats, the left, have been calling us Americans fat for decades now. You're all fat. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life. The Democrats have been hectoring us and yelling at us for years about how we're all fat. Uh, and, hey, then the left really takes over. And groceries, the cost of groceries skyrocket. Restaurants skyrocketing, skyrocketing in just two years. And honestly, I go to the grocery store. I went in. I, I wanted to get my usual uh, a bottle sometimes, you know, you get a, uh, a discount when you get two planters dry roasted peanuts, right? They don't have them in the grocery store, a big major chain grocery store. I go in to get my planters dry roasted peanuts. They don't have them. I got cocktail peanuts instead, but they they uh, they don't have them. And that's, I've never seen that before Joe Biden became president. Oh, there are supply chain issues. Wuhan, China, ships offshore. Pete Buttigieg smiles and winks at the press. It's a little uh, circle fest in a hot tub, and they're off to the races. And Kennedy says, you know, you people in Congress should be dealing with the 76% increase in the price of groceries. Maybe they're the war in Europe, the war in Ukraine, which wasn't happening until Joe Biden became president. didn't happen under Donald Trump. Inflation, he says, that's a good idea. The border. Now, this is why they hate him. This is one of the reasons they hate him, um, because he, he he's a Democrat, but there were some Democrats that used to tell the truth, and uh, he showed up yesterday to tell his version of the truth. And again, I'm not going to agree with him all the time. He's he's a little bit of a nut on some issues, and that's fine. You know, I uh, as I ended my show on Newsmax last night, I think I may disagree with what you have to say, but I'll fight to the death for your right to say it. Well, the Democrats don't believe that. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I talked about inflation, all the issues that deeply concern you, and that you've devoted your career to alleviating those issues. Five minutes into my speech, when I was talking about Paul Revere, YouTube deplatformed me. I didn't talk about vaccines in that speech. I didn't talk about anything that be, could be was a verboten subject. I just was talking about my campaign and things, the conversation that we ought to be having with each other as Americans. But I was shut down, and that is why the First Amendment's important. And that is why the First Amendment's important. And again, uh, I'm going to say it again. Benito Mussolini describes fascism as a merger of state and corporate power. He said YouTube deplatformed him in the middle of his Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s announcement that he's running for president while he's talking about Paul Revere. I didn't talk about vaccines, but as though it would be legitimate to shut him down if he were talking about vaccines. If he were banning, if in favor of banning all vaccines, which he's not. If he were uh, dead set against all vaccines, which he's not. You still wouldn't shut him down or deplatform him because this is the United States of America and we have the First Amendment and it's first. Because, and by the way, free practice of religion comes before free speech in the First Amendment, but never mind that. So he's being deplatformed now. Who's running YouTube? Hmm? The lefties. 
and the merger of state and corporate power, the Democrat Party and the social media platforms and the Internet giants, Democrat lefty. They call themselves Democrats. Remember, the Democratic Party isn't. Friendly fire isn't. The Democratic Party isn't. Common sense isn't. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Debate, congenial, respectful debate, is the, is the fertilizer, it's the water, it's the sunlight for our democracy. We need to be talking to each other. Now, there, this is a letter that many of you signed, many of my fellow Democrats. I've spent my life in this party. I've devoted my life to the values of this party. This 102 people signed this. This itself is evidence of the problem that this hearing was convened to address. This is an attempt to censor a censorship hearing. The, the, the charges in this, and, and by the way, censorship is antithetical to our party. It was, it was appalling to my father, to my uncle, to FDR, to Harry Truman, to Thomas Jefferson, as the chairman referred to. Now, <clears throat> uh, it was uh, the idea that censorship uh, is an un-American idea, obviously. It's an anti-Western idea. It's an anti-civilization idea. His father, Robert F. Kennedy, the senator assassinated by Sirhan Sirhan, was against censorship. His uncle, John F. Kennedy, the president assassinated, was against censorship because all normal people are against censorship. And the left, they sign on to... All kinds of fraudulent and terrible and, and uh, bad ideas. The 51 crooks from the so-called intelligence community that signed on to that letter say, oh, this uh, Hunter Biden laptop looks like Russian disinformation. No, you look like Russian disinformation. And you smell like Russian disinformation, too. And so the Democrats signed on to this letter because they wanted to silence Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and prevent him from speaking before the Congress, the Kennedy family, just amazing and appalling and horrifying. The Democratic Party isn't Robert F. Kennedy Jr. We need to be able to talk, and, and the First Amendment was not written for easy speech. It was written for the speech that nobody likes you for. Now, the fact that we have to remind people of the fact that, that, that the First Amendment is here, you know, you don't have to protect and defend popular speech, you know? Uh, nice weather is great, isn't it? That's popular speech. Nobody's going to disagree with that. But you say, I don't think we should be giving our kids vaccines, which, uh, you know, he may have said some variation of that. Uh, that speech, that's be protected. Uh, you know, Joe Biden should be impeached. That's uh, Joe Biden is a crook. That's speech uh, that needs to be protected because the powerful may try to crush you. Now, and I guess we're not teaching this in school anymore. I learned this by the time I was, you know, uh, two years old, I think. And, uh, you know, free speech is vitally important. I grew up in a free speech household. Robert Kennedy. They had to invent a new word called malinformation to, to, to censor people like me. There was no misinformation on my Instagram account. Everything I put on that account was cited and sourced to peer-reviewed publications or government databases. Nobody has ever pointed to a single piece of misinformation that I publish. I was removed for something they called malinformation. Malinformation is information that is true, but is inconvenient to the government that they don't want people to hear. Yeah, that they don't want people to hear. Now, Debbie was a man, Schnitz, who is a member of Congress again and is the former DNC chair 
um, tried to shut him down yesterday, the, the Kennedy family patriarch. If like Cleveland Clinic Reclaiming my time, please ask the witness to stop talking. You asked me a question. Reclaiming I, let me Allow me to answer time. my question. You are slandering me incorrectly. You're saying is dishonest. They're calling him an anti-Semite. They're calling him a racist. Um, just amazing. Fox reporter Hillary Vaughn found Debbie Wasserman Schnitz outside the Capitol and listened to what she said when asked about censoring Robert F. Kennedy Jr. You think trying to censor him today proved his point that he is being... To censor him, we were trying to make sure that he didn't cause more harm with his outrageous testimony. We were trying to make sure he did not cause more harm with his outrageous testimony. She admitted that they're shutting down speech in the U.S. Congress and a congressional committee because they disagree with it. She's a fascist. Debbie was a man schnitz. And uh, by the way, get you know a new makeup scheme, would you? Debbie was a man schnitz. Yeah, we had to because his speech was deemed to be harmful by his party, the Democrat Party. Because they're not democratic at all. They're anti-democratic. They're anti-First Amendment. They're anti-free speech. They are terrible people also. This is an attempt to censor a censorship hearing. Now, New York City is prosecuting a police officer for trying to arrest a serial shoplifter. And at the same time, They're paying $13 million to Black Lives Matter protesters that were arrested during riots because they're on the side of crime, Democrats are. And speaking of Democrats, in Rhode Island, there is a Democrat state senator who is named Joshua Miller, and he's a 69-year-old leader, Democrat Party, uh, one of the leaders, and he keyed a man's car, causing 2,000 $850 damage. And uh, yesterday, he got his uh, sentence. Now, the body cam video has been released. Here here he is lying to the police about what he had just done. He was blocking my way, saying I scratched his car. I didn't scratch his car. I'm a state senator. I think he recognized me. I think he's one of the gun nuts. He called out my name. I never told him my name. All right. He's one of the gun nuts. And he, he called out my name. That's all a lie. He just keyed the guy's car because it has a Biden sucks bumper sticker on it. And he's a Democrat and a 69-year-old state senator. And he did $2,850 damage to the car. Then the police looked at the security camera in the parking lot that showed that everything he told him was a lie. And they went to his house. And uh, now he's a lying idiot. So we got you. So you tell us how you want to handle this. You keyed his car. Yeah. Why would you key his car? That's why. That's I did. Listen. He he was threatening me already. There's a video. Okay. He was threatening me already. Whatever you want me to do to make it, you know, easiest for you guys. Maybe I could pay you off. Maybe I could. uh, You keyed his car. Keyed his car. Well, he was threatening me. We looked at the video. There's video. The guy was nowhere around. He's got an anti-Biden bumper sticker, so the Democrat... (laughs) 
Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.